0: Chair as possible. It's going to feel right, uncomfortably okay. close, unfortunately, for you. This is
1: what I have to put up there. Yeah, so he just does what he's told me. It was media snack.
0: Coming up, we hear from the UK's leading independent media agency. Hello and welcome to ID.com's Media Snack, episode 26, which is my lucky number. Uh, today, uh, we're very pleased to have Jenny Bigham here, who is the founder or a co-founder of The Seven Stars, which is the UK's leading media independent yep. agency. Thank you for joining us. Um, so we've got some questions for Jenny about... Uh, the agency that they run, and as you'll know, as we typically want to talk about, of course, always on Media Snack, uh, is transparency, trust, and talent, which are some of the big issues that we think that the industry is facing right now. So uh, all coming up on today's Media Snack in just the time it takes to eat a sandwich. So, Jenny Beacon, uh tell us a little bit about seven stars then, and, and how long you've been going, why you set up, and what the, what's the proposition of the seven stars now in yes. the UK? Yes,
1: so um, we set up in 2005. Um, very much uh, our proposition was um, to set up an agency that was structured and shaped a little bit different to um, the network agencies where I'd worked for a long time before. Mm-hmm. Um, we were all about kind of putting people at the heart of it, which I'm quite interested in, the talent that, uh, piece that we're yep. going to talk about later. More than the
0: transparency bit, I'm Equally. sure. Equally. <laughs> yeah, a bit getting a bit dull now.
1: Well, it's, yeah, dull. It's Obviously, it's important there's other people's money. Um, and it was, you know, transparency was just a founding principle. We, you know, we yeah. had the opportunity, um, you know, to, to set the agency up with from a blank piece of paper. And uh, we thought about the things that we wanted to do and the things we didn't want to do. And... Um, you know, just having an honest relationship with our clients mm. um, was just a, a founding principle from day
0: one. Good, and uh, and why is it why is it different now? I mean, you've been phenomenally successful. You won Agency of the Year last year yeah. uh, in the UK, uh, which is a great endorsement of the work that you guys have done. Um, and you continue to keep winning new business. What, what in this era, where we keep talking about, where? You know, big agency scale and leverage is really what brands are looking for. How have you been able to be successful amongst these giant media agency groups?
1: Um, I think probably because, you know, we've always said we're not the agency for every advertiser. So, Mm. um, you know, we think carefully about what pictures we do go for and what advertisers we want to work with. Um, You know, and one of the, one of the, big factors on that is, you know, is, is this an advertiser that people will enjoy working on, that people will mm. want to come and work at Seven Stars to work on. So the kind of the talent and the client choices that we make are, are almost like interlinked now. So Yeah,
0: so um, it's self-selecting. It's
1: self-selecting. And I think, you know, I think, um, you know, thank you. We have had great success. We're really proud of what we've achieved. Mm. Um, and we've achieved that by sacrificing, you know, certain opportunities that we could have, that we could have taken along, along the way, I suppose. Yeah.
0: And, what, and then what are the, 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 uh, what are the big group agencies kind of make of you? Are, are you on their radar? Are you a disruptive force for them? Or are they just so big, they just like big tankers, they don't even see or recognise what you're doing? Uh,
1: no, I think they recognise what we're doing. And, you know, uh, to be fair, I get a lot of respect from peers in the industry, and um, particularly when we won Agency of the Year last year.
0: And do you think that, uh, you know, have you been approached to sell up to a big group or they mu- you must have had some interesting offers, right, we've so had, far?
1: <laughs> we haven't had any offers. I'm oh, have you? Sure okay, you well, there we go. Uh, we've, had, listen, we've had a couple of uh, kind of informal approaches. And um, at the minute, we've just said we're not interested. You know, part of our proposition is being independent. Uh, it's why a lot of our clients come to us. It's why a lot of our people like working with us. Um, you know, And we're enjoying having our own business, so yeah. at the minute, the for sale sign is definitely not up.
0: Good. Okay. Good to hear. Okay. So then, let me just ask you then, let's just touch on this transparency kind of trust uh, issue. You've you've written in the trade press um, with your thoughts on this area, which we'll link to because it was a very good piece that um, I think you kind of referenced our media transparency research. Thank you for that. Um, so uh, you're a different agency model what's your perspective then on this c- kind of current issue of you know questions over agency transparency, questions over the levels of trust that clients have in media because it's so complicated and can be a bit opaque like where, what is the seven stars point of view on that
1: um, so I think um you know you guys and others are right to raise it because it is a it is a you know it's a huge issue for advertisers mm-hmm. and we're dealing in you know millions and millions of pounds of of other people's money um our you know we were lucky enough to set up from year one with a different business model which we've you know wrote, written our own rules if you like around mm-hmm. our, our business model um and we're also lucky enough that we set our own profit targets each year we don't have external shareholders, so no. um, we don't have the same pressure that other agencies might have in terms of how they operate and how they uh, monetize their business. That's a
0: big difference, isn't it? Just having control of your own financial destiny, I think some, some of the media agencies in bigger groups are obliged to try and constantly find new yeah. sources of revenue, yeah. right? and that's, the, that's their fundamental yeah. deliverable for the year.
1: Yeah you know, it goes back to that trust thing. We're not selling to our clients. We, you know, we'll pitch
0: and win a client and then it's about relationship and building that trust. Yeah. And that, that sounds like just common sense. So why isn't everybody just doing that? Why do people, why do other agencies find it so hard to monetize that kind of common sense approach?
1: I think uh, partly it, it will depend on size and scale. So if you yeah. are, you know, we're, we're lucky that we're nimble enough to be able to operate in that way. I think if you are running, you know, 1,500 people in the UK, for example, as as the guys at Mediacom will be, you have to break that down in some way. You can't just say we've all got the same target and 1,500 people marching towards the same target yeah. because that would be, you know, that will that would result in complete chaos. Yeah. Um, so I think we're, you know, we're we're fortunate in a couple of ways. We're fortunate that we started from scratch, um, only you know, relatively recently, mm-hmm. and we're fortunate that we set our own
0: targets. Yeah. Okay, so to continue just on that theme of transparency, there's a number of initiatives out there that uh, we're all familiar with that we've discussed quite a lot before on MediaSnack. Um, There's the ANA's rebate study that they've commissioned, which is due to publish imminently. We're expecting that next week, probably. Um, Isbar in the UK, trade body in the UK, has issued uh, in March a contract media agency uh, Contract template, um, and uh, and there's other initiatives coming up. There's a, this week Media Three Hundred and Sixty, which is a UK media conference, which I think you're sitting on a, a panel about transparency. So, what kind of what do you make of these these things? What's that's going on in the debate at the moment around these these areas?
1: Well, I think you know the, the positives we can take out of the A A thing happening in the states and. The ISP opposition is just that it's you know the issue is now out in the open and that mm. clients can get a better understanding and a better um, read on what's happening with their with their um, their money. Um, you know, my my personal frustration is a little bit that all media agencies get tarred by the same brush mm. and we all get we're we're all in the bucket of you know untrustworthy whatever. And, uh, you know, not all agents... You know, different agencies have different um, levels of transparency, and I think it's important that, you know, that that that's recognised. But, uh, you know, ultimately, um, I do do think it comes down to having a trusting relationship with clients, and that's, you know, with the... um, the, 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 You know, the opposite situation happens where you... You know, if you win a client on very low terms, very low commission terms or fee terms, Mm. um, spend the next three years... Either upselling services, or maybe even recommending the wrong media channel because that's generating a bigger sole commission or kickback or whatever. Um, and then three years later, that client goes off the pitch again because yeah. they've worked out that there's th- something's going wrong in the relationship. And I just think if you can start the relationship on, a, you know, an, on an equal level, open and honest playing field, that, yeah. that that's the way to that's the way to break the cycle. Yeah.
0: And what, what did you make specifically of the Isbar contract? Because that's something which. Is most likely to directly affect you as a UK media agency. Um, there's been a lot of, well, there was some pushback, I think, at the beginning against ISBAR's issuing of this because yeah. agencies said, listen, we, we haven't participated in this, right, and we haven't seen it. Have you had a chance to see it now? Yeah. And what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it?
1: I mean, I think it's a shame
0: that they
1: didn't um, consult. So the, the current contract that we work to with most of our clients actually is, a, is an ISBAR and IPA joint committee, um, one that was produced some time ago, and I I completely agree that needs to be updated. Mm. Um, Most of the um, updates that Isbar recommended, uh, actually we would be in agreement with. Mm. There are certain things within the, you know, when you look into the detail of it, that probably um, they needed to to talk to agencies about it a little bit more before they kind of rushed to um, to
0: release it. So just um, what what would be what kind of areas do you think?
1: Well, there's issues like um, even for example, currently uh, media agencies always are, are always operate under the term of an exclusive relationship. So if you know if I'm negotiating with. ITV on behalf of a client, they can't then appoint somebody else to do a deal with Channel 4 yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so And things like that's been taken out. So, you know, giving advertisers um, the right to use more than one agency, yeah. you know, and things like that you need to get into detail of because otherwise you can end up being in breach of what you're negotiating with the media owners. So yeah. there's just certain clauses that I think um, had the IPA been consulted or even individual media agency heads been consulted that we could have worked through. Yeah. Um but in general a lot of it, you know, about the right of audit, things like that, financial transparency, I completely agree with.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good. Well I mean this is something that we we're obviously tracking just to see how Brands are able to implement those uh, those guidelines. So uh, you know we'll check back in with you and see if you've had any clients. I have a long
1: email from ISD about it. So yeah, we can share it. Yeah.
0: Good. Okay. Excellent. Join us for a free webinar workshop next Wednesday. It will be a practical workshop about how to deliver greater transparency and how to build trust between an advertiser and their media agencies. The webinar is designed for marketing and procurement leaders looking to understand how transparency affects the commercial relationships with media agencies and how that might influence both media and business performance. Okay, so uh, let's move on to talent. So one of the many things that The Seven Stars has a great reputation for is uh the culture that you've built, mm-hmm. which is quite different to what people have expected from media agencies to be like. Uh, an Omex agency, I think when it started, it was all full service and it was quite, you know, they were quite good at the cultural stuff, but as agencies got bigger and bigger and bigger, it just constantly, it did feel a bit more like a machine. Um, you know, how do you, as, a, as an independent, as a smaller entity compared to many of the kind of bigger groups, you know, create a culture which can really attract talent away from other agencies or even attract talent from outside the normal pool of agencies, to, to, which delivers the proposition that you're talking about.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is the single most important thing, the single most important part of my job actually is, mm. um, you know, making sure that we are, have a culture that attracts the best talent in the industry and that when people come work for us, they are at the top of their game so it's about the kind of you know level of motivation it's about being passionate about your job it's about feeling like you're part of a team it's about moving forward in the in a you know in a really good direction so um i genuinely think the only thing that differentiates media agencies from each other is actually the quality of team Mm -hmm. um you know unlike a creative agency we don't have a showreel uh no one can no nobody who's not a client can see your strategic work nobody can see how well or badly you, you, you buy media so mm. it, you know it's we, we do the intangible bit don't we we don't have a kind of show reel so people say yeah. oh I want, I want the agency that made that ad it's yeah. you know nobody wants the agency that created that comm strategy because so they can't see it yeah. um, so uh, clients I think make a judgement based on uh, the team that they have working on their business day to day or in a pitch situation the team that they meet and whether that team is going to add value and mm. be, a, be a partner so for me you know getting the team right um, everything else kind of works for itself. Yeah. So I don't, I don't see it as a, um, I don't see it as a kind of either or, you know, invest in team at the expense of making profit. I actually see it as
0: invest in team because that's what drives the yeah. business and the profit forward. Yeah. So. And you got, you were saying earlier, you won an award, the Sunday Times, is it Sunday yeah. Times
1: Awards? Yeah. We've been a top five uh, company to work for in the UK for the last, Four years and Sunday Times. Yeah, so. fantastic. Yeah,
0: we need to figure out how to get on that list. That sounds like a good idea. Um, but presumably things like that, winning agency of the year, all that kind of stuff. Do you get our ambition here is always to say, well, should, we should never recruit, right? You should just always have people that are they're yeah. self-selecting. They want, they apply, you know, speculatively, uh, which happens really. Dave, that's how we found David Indo uh, <laughs> into into this business. But do you get, do you get that? Do you get
1: yeah, we do. Yeah, people we do. saying, listen, yeah. I'm,
0: I want to leave an agency, I want to come and work for you guys, or I want to get into the industry, and I came across the seven stars?
1: We get quite a few people that, yeah. Um, people coming in, yes, interestingly, things like the Sunday Times really helps with that. Um, uh, but within the industry, yeah, we have, you know, there are certain people who, you know, for whom our, our culture and our way of working just is more appealing than working in, in one of the big agencies. Yeah.
0: And you, have to, you, get that, you make the headlines because you, the things that we read are, you, know, you can pick your own holidays. Or yeah. is, it, is it limitless
1: vacation yeah, well time? So what we do with holidays is we organise ourselves in the way that most people would, i.e. people let their boss know and their team know that when they want to be away. Yeah. Um, they do the handover notes, all that stuff. The only thing we don't do is we don't count how much time people take off so we mm. just say to people take four or five weeks off I don't really care if it's five I don't care if it's four it doesn't matter we're not counting yeah. um, and if people take I would say people are taking too much time their team will let them know they don't need you know the yeah, yeah. finance team with a, with a kind of um, spreadsheet mm. um, so you know our team do do all sorts of things that you know go beyond the the day job if you like um, and that's really what helps build the business so mm. um, you know equally they have to work hard you know for, if you're I also think if you're kind of there late on a pitch or you're coming in at the weekend no one counts that time right mm. and then but then so therefore to count the amount of time they take off each year would seem a little bit yeah. harsh so yeah. um you know we've got a team that's very committed and, and put a, a you know a lot into their careers and into helping us build the business yeah
0: so you've, you've clearly you've got a uh, you know a highly engaged and motivated uh employee base there what do what do you get from them in terms of feedback to know how to then be better?
1: Okay, so um, one of the really good things about doing the Sunday Times survey is the Mm. data that you get back. So it's a very detailed questionnaire. Um, And the last couple of years we did it, one of the areas we scored relatively weak in, Mm. compared with other things, was the whole area of giving back and having the business having a purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've talked to our team about that in a little bit more detail. It kind of surprised us. Um, and what we're doing something about it. So we're actually setting up a um, Seven Stars Foundation. So we'll be giving money to good causes, mm-hmm. um, and hopefully, you know, getting our team more involved in some some um, some good causes and over that, the next year. That sounds fantastic. And, but
0: and you, I guess, were surprised by that, given that your expectation <laughs> is that people are motivated by you know money and power normally. So they <laughs> they, they they want something good. They want the business to do something yeah. good.
1: Well, I think when I was. Uh, 26, 27, I was motivated by money and free beer, and yeah. I thought, I thought well, you, they get that, that's be happy. Yeah. But yeah, it's all uh, it's, the world's changed.
0: Yeah, good, good to hear. Okay, and uh, so I'm um, just to kind of wrap up on this talent discussion. You know, a lot of the things that we've been talking about are going to be uh, part of a panel which we're doing. If you remember um, last month, well, in April, we ran a client panel. Uh, event around media transparency we're looking next at media talent um, and Jenny has very kindly agreed to join our media talent panel which is going to take place in London in the middle of July um, and so we'll provide details of that uh, so thank you for thank you for accepting me. Um, and that'll be interesting so I think given that quite a unique perspective that you guys have gotten on talent and culture of agencies I think that's very good to represent. Uh, in a discussion about the future of media talent. Yeah. Um, and so leading up to that, we're, we're releasing, we re- released last week, I think we announced, our media talent survey, which is currently in field. So if you haven't uh, yet responded, have you f- responded to that? I haven't that? yet. So I'm well, sorry. You will? I will. You will. Uh, if you haven't yet responded on that, please do. There'll be a link down uh, at the bottom. Okay. And uh, thanks for contributing to that. And you'll see uh, Jenny and others discussing the results of that survey uh, in the panel in July. Great. Okay, that's all uh, for now. Thank you, Jenny, so much for agreeing to come on the show. Thank you for
1: having me. Very
0: welcome. Very welcome. Um, That's it for now. Uh, Thanks for watching. Bye for now.